Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. 104.7 The K, Mike, the intern, Jay Stevens. After 101 episodes, we've actually figured out how to do a well, really nice almost. cold opening. I shouldn't yeah, have said yeah. anything, but Jay, Jay's uh, close. I screwed it up. I screwed Jay's, it up. That's fine. doesn't matter. Dark side of the stream. Everyone, everyone just expects us to do about an 80% job out of 100. We're always getting a B minus here on 104.7 The Cave. It is episode 102, Dark Side of the Stream. Jay's pick this week, the documentary series on Netflix called I Just Killed My Dad. Yeah, nice happy family values. Starts off with a phone call a kid makes to the cops in, uh, were they, Louisiana? Yeah, Louisiana, man. Um, I just killed my dad. They're like, what? Yep, I just killed him. Okay, so the cops show up. He's outside. (laughs) And he, to him, thought he could just say, hey, this is what happened, and they'd let him go. Yeah, he thought they were just, everything was cool. And oh, work okay. that way. Let's get the body out of here. And go work back, that way. Go back to work. Go back to So initially, games. the cops take him in. They do an interview with this kid. He's like, yeah, I, I, he was abusive He's to me. He's just chill. He's just chill. Yeah. Chill no emotions. No emotions. At all. Chill. Um, which, if you've got a teenager, it's not very surprising. Right. To be quite honest with you. But anyway... So he uh, he's in there. Detective does his thing. He asks him what happened, the, the situation, all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, he's abused me. He chased me into his room. I locked the door. He's trying to beat it down. I grabbed two guns to make sure I didn't miss. Open the door. And as he ran away, I shot him and killed him. So to the cops, that's that's murder right out of the gate. It looks like murder, right? And 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 the, the fact that he tried to get away and the kid kept firing had two guns so they didn't yeah, make that's, that's a big deal so essentially he sits in um he sits in jail for i think like five five six months while the whole proceedings is going on his bell set at like a million or something like that something crazy but then because of a co-worker yeah man a co-worker which by the way you know i, I know we've I, said this before how come we don't have co-workers here well, that that's what like we do amazing. we do with certain dudes around here you know you know who our close our close-knit family is if we see something we say something and, and if something ever happened to to this guy i would probably be one of the first persons yeah, the yeah. cops would ask and i'd say <laughs> Well, let me tell you, this is what I think may have went down. And I'm sure Jake could say the same thing about yeah, me. Yeah. But because of this awesome, awesome coworker, the ball got bobble. The ball got rolling for this kid and in a good direction, at least to try and figure out what the hell was going on. Because it really had this coworker not stepped up and said, Hey, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. It would have been done deal. We need to, they would have locked away. That this kid away. Nobody would have heard about and it. And they said it many times when it comes to uh, uh, kids getting in trouble and, and the criminal defense system in Louisiana, it's not a good look for the state. Sometimes they get it wrong, but in this situation, I feel like they got it right. And we'll find and talk about what that uh, coworker did for this kid. Next dark side of the stream on 104.7, the cave. 104.7 The Cave, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens back in the studio, episode 102 of Dark Side of the Stream, discussing I Just Killed My Father. So we're back up to the fact that this kid's sitting in jail, facing a murder charge, killing his dad. It's pretty Looks cut like and dry cut and case. I was just going to say, cut and dry case. I mean, really, the DA could have just said, nah, done. Yeah. No, well... This kid had worked uh, for like a... Nursery. Uh, like, yeah, it was like a farm. Like, yeah, nursery. tree nursery. Yeah, tree nursery. And um, one of his coworkers finds out what happens and how he killed his, his dad. And she goes, 
you know, something's going on here something's with this right. kid. Yeah. Um, the first thing that she talks about is how the dad had a tracker on this kid. And if he would stay in some place for like 30 minutes, he would literally call the dude's boss yeah. and say, what's my son doing? And Red, like, flag he's, Red flag that's, one. That's really weird. The way it unfolds too is very good. Very and good. so it's then like, she okay. starts talking about how like she would have conversations with him. And she was like, he just didn't seem like he was all there. He would talk about, you know, yeah, we, we, he'd say he was homeschooled. But then, like, I'd say, what's your birthday? And he couldn't really know tell. That, didn't, didn't know, know what his address. birthday. Couldn't tell you what his address. She, he was like, well, what's your mom's name? Didn't know his mom's didn't name. Know his mom. um, and so these were red flags for her. And so when this happened, she did a little bit of a detective work on her own to try and figure out what this kid's family was. And come to find out, she tracks down uh, his sister. And I, did she find the, the wanted poster yet? She called, well, you know, she called a friend who, like, does stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The DNA together. project chick. Yes, And yes, so the DNA yes, project yeah, yeah, goes, yeah, okay, yeah, let yeah. me use my resources. Yeah, she kind yeah, of yeah. tapped into some networks. Yeah. Finds a Finds poster. a sister. Yeah. yeah finds, finds a sister. And finds a flyer. Who then contacts, uh, gets her mom involved. And the story basically goes as follows. This, this woman was married to this kid's father. He was extremely abusive. Finally, she leaves, gets a protective order. I mean, he beats the hell out of her. Gets a protective order and gets custody in Texas of this kid. Well, this piece of stain, human garbage, uh, the, the kid's father goes to Louisiana, files another uh, uh, custody without telling, of course, the people in Texas. Says the mom's on drugs. This is that. just without, yeah, with the lies about this. This, just, I mean, family court is there for a reason, but dude, the system, Drop at least if you've ever been involved in family court or any kind of thing, you know just as well as I do, it's garbage. Now they're understaffed. They are overworked. They don't have enough money to do what they have to do. And I applaud the ones that do a good job. But so many times it fails these kids over and over and over and over and over. And in this situation, it did because the state of Louisiana granted this kid or this father temporary custody. He contacts the police. And while the mother's gone doing something and he's under the care of his grandmother, they use a cop to go get the kid. Now, again, this was legal. They said he was kidnapped. They wrote these missing flyers for him. But guess what? He, it was it was legal. Now, again, the whole process never got to get finalized. He did get temporary custody of the kid in a different state, but they just failed. Dipped and off, Just dipped off the map. And, then. and in reality, the mother just gave up. And right. and that is something is that fit. Yeah, it is costly. It, it is. I, again, if you've been through any kind of situation like that, I'm sure you know how expensive this thing can get. And especially with someone that had literally been beat every day for years and years and years. She was probably exhausted and and, and, and didn't have a, the resource from a family of you very, you know, no money. Yeah. I mean, there were like three of them are living home. in a trailer yeah, in the middle of Texas. Mom, yeah. yeah, dude. Like they didn't have money to fight this thing. So, and this guy was making hundred dollars an hour as an engineer in Louisiana, yeah. had all this money. So he takes a kid, locks him up about six months later, finds another woman who has a kid. And the cycle continues. Beats her. Thankfully, beats her, that stepmom kind her. of taught the kid a little bit. She though. sees what's she, going on with she, this kid, and she stepped up a little bit more than anyone else had. Taught him how to read. To, I mean, and we're talking this kid's like 10, 11 years old, having to learn his ABCs. And yeah, it was man. just, it was gut-wrenching. But you start to see a pattern with this man, his father, who, again, brings these family in. He starts beating her. Her son that he, she had before the relationship calls his dad and says, I can't be here. They take him. He's gone. And so eventually uh, the same thing happens. She hits a wall with it and leaves him. 
and gets her family involved to go get her stuff, gets a protective order, divorces him. And that's when he starts kind of spiraling out of control, drinking every day. The kid says he was drinking a case of beer a day, probably doing other substances, getting violent again, and uh, pushing this kid to the limit, which he gets to. And we'll talk about next Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. Mike, the intern, Jay Stevens, back in the studio, Dark Side of the Stream, episode 102, discussing I Just Killed My Father. Now, on the flip side, though, there was never, like what they're saying, there was never any proof of physical abuse. Well, there was and there wasn't. The night of the shooting, he said he had been abusive to, to him, and you looked at the kid's body, and there were no bruises, no scratches, no nothing. Now... After the second wife had left and her kid had left, when they found out he had been in prison, they jumped to the kid's side immediately. I mean, they they were they got him an attorney, which I want to talk about here in a second, um, and and fought for him because they knew what was going on behind closed doors. She had been through the abuse herself. The kid had seen the abuse with his own eyes, and they both said, "We will stand up in court and say this guy abused him. He abused us." And they pushed this kid to the brink again. The other thing uh, the DA says, and Jay and I talked about this earlier at the beginning. She goes, "I just saw no empathy in this child." Well, if you had been stolen from your mother at a young age, you don't even remember who she was. You can't count to ten. You don't know school. You don't know anything. You're locked in your room. Most and no social skills. Nothing. This yeah. kid was literally beat into not having an emotion because it that was his that was his armor. He didn't feel anything. Yeah. And and in and in that in that in itself should have been a pretty big red flag for the investigators to say, look, he just killed his dad. He doesn't feel anything. He's not a psycho. Something else must be going on with this kid. And then the doctor, they they get him, they get him out of jail. They let him go through psychiatric help. And the doctor's like, Yeah, this kid was abused. You can, he's hitting every check mark. And then at the end of the documentary, two months after they do the interviews, you see him and he can't even talk. He's just so upset. And you can see it finally start with therapy. Starting it's starting to hit him. But it's so over. I can't even. I mean, this guy's going to be in therapy for the Shout rest of his life. Shout out to that lawyer, though, for taking the case pro bono. Boom. You know? No, that's the next thing I want to talk about. He had a pro bono, a criminal defense attorney who believed in this kid and knew what kind of mountain he had to climb to prove his, at least not to prove his innocence, but just to get a jury to see why he did what he did. And he took it pro bono because he was also brought up in a very abusive and drug fueled home and wanted to get this kid out. I, 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 you can't commend this. I mean, again, he, there are good attorneys out there and there are bad ones. Yeah. He did it pro bono, but again, he's in a documentary. Well, now he's getting his money. He's, he, he he's getting his, he's money getting his investment I mean, back probably through this documentary, but, which is good, good for yeah, him. Yeah, good. And he should, yeah. but at the same time, um, he did a really cool thing for someone. That, again, they could, I don't want to get into other things, but different situation, different backgrounds, different upbringings, uh, different ethnicities. The state probably would have just locked the door yeah, and thrown away yeah, the key. Yeah. Um, the other thing about this story is that I guarantee you, this isn't the only one that's happening right now across the country. It happens all the time and the system fails people. It fails kids. It fails wives. It fails husbands. It's just, it sucks so, so bad. And you see a story like this and it breaks your heart. Ultimately the attorney gets a meeting with the DA and has all this evidence saying, look, I've got these two that are going to stay up in court for this guy. There's no way you're going to get a jury of 12 people to Find admit guilty, yeah. that he's guilty. There's going to, you're either going to, you're either going to fail. I know there's a high risk, but I have all this stuff. And the DA looks at it and they say, look, he's right. This kid has been through enough. 
We don't think he's going to be a danger to society as long as he follows the rules and does probation and goes to counseling and does all the things that we ask him to do. He served his time. He was in hell for years and years and years. Let's try to give him a life and at least give him the path to where he can have a productive life. And they make a deal to the point where, yeah, to the point where after five years, if he does what he's supposed to do, gets his GD, keeps a job, does therapy, it's expunged off his record. Um, because he did have to plead guilty, but they gave him that to where even though he did plead guilty, he doesn't have that on his record going forward, and he can actually do what it is he wants to do. He can vote in a major election if he wants to. But props to that attorney. Props sing, to that attorney for having his back. Sing for a metal band. Yeah, sing for a metal band. <laughs> in about five, ten years, you might be uh, having an opening <laughs> spot here in Springfield, Mo, bud. Um, but uh, props to that attorney for having his back. Props to the, again, the stepmother. She probably, she left him there, but again, what could she have done? Um, for having his back and his his older stepbrother and props to that coworker, man. Like, yeah. had that coworker not yeah. said anything and stepped up, and so said, many of hey, these, so many of these uh, documentaries you watch, there's a recurring there's theme. Always like one, 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 one person, hero, one person always. who just did something or said something and that changed the course, man. So if you see something, say, say something. something. That's the 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 moral of the story here. We'll give it our reviews next. Dark side of the stream on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7 The Cave, Mike, the intern, Jay Stevens, back in the studio one more time for Rip It Apart. Ooh, dark side yeah. of the stream. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Wearing a Slipknot shirt. His mind is also I'm losing my mind. I did a little bit too much partying this weekend. Anyway, dark side of the stream, 102. Uh, I just killed my father. Uh, how many fake or how many surveillance cameras would you rate this documentary? Uh, 3.5. Okay. 3.5 average. Okay. Okay. Good um, little twist. In I there, thought, you know what? I thought know? it was good. I thought it was short. I don't know why they didn't just make it one documentary. It would have been an hour and a half, two hours. Like it was stretched. Yeah. But uh, whatever. Whenever they stretch them, I take off a point. Usually. Yeah. I can't feel like it would have been a solid four. I'm about, I'm there. I mean, it was, it was a good ending and the system didn't fail this did when, it, when it's, yeah. it fails so many people across the board all the time. But again, they can't be everywhere all the time. I get that. Um, it still sucks. I think that's kind of a cop out, if you will, but it is what it is. Um, What's next week's show? Next week, your pick. Another documentary on Netflix. This one is called Untold The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. It's about, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Football, baby. Yeah. Mateo, right? Yeah, the white, yeah, the white Mateo kid. from the uh, Notre Dame football team. The white kid, that's right. And a uh, pretty crazy catfishing story. Uh, it's, it, it's kind of a heartbreaker, really. This was a catfish one that w- made national navy. It, it really this screwed was, and screwed this the whole dude. Catfish, yeah, like being a known thing. Screwed this guy. Oh man! Wow, I forgot all big about time. that, dude. Big yeah. time, big time. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a juicy, juicy documentary. As always, you can watch these live on YouTube, Facebook Live every Thursday nine, or listening to them as a podcast on our one hundred four point seven The Cave app. I'm Mike the intern. This is Jay Stevens reminding you. Point it the right we, way this time. We watch we movies. We watch documentaries. So you, you don't, don't have, have to. to. It's Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The K.